I started exercising outdoors, including at the beach, and my mindset about exercise shifted and I really got hooked. I actually lost over 50 kilograms of my body weight. Some of my patients had set goals to get to the beach, but the beach still presented too much of a challenge and we couldn't achieve their goals. When I spoke to her afterwards, she hadn't been to the beach since she was eight. So she hadn't been able to get down onto the sand for 25 years definitely um, made me realise I was on the right track with what I wanted to do. Have you ever discovered a place that had magical powers? Okay, so maybe magical is a stretch, but something about this place, it can change you. So whether it's magic or not, what would you do next? I'm Mary Bolling and this is CQ University podcast, How to Change a Life. And this episode, we're hearing from a Bundaberg physio who's realised the transformative power of the beach. And she's on a mission to make sure everyone else can share the magic. My name is Sasha Jove and I'm a lecturer in physiotherapy with CQ University. The key roles for me in this position are lecturing in neurological physiotherapy and also first year coordination. Um, And I've also just commenced my research higher degree. Before she starts at CQ Uni, Sasha is a physio at a busy allied health clinic in Bundaberg. She's working with a huge range of patients with mobility issues. And in that spectacular part of the world where the region is literally called Wide Bay and there's hundreds of kilometres of coastline, everyone wants to go to the beach. It was back in 2016 and I took my family to Elliot Heads, which is one of our favourite local beaches. Um, It's a really pretty beach and it's got a lovely foreshore, but the beach is speckled with rocks. And I was just helping my boys, who were two and four at the time, to navigate through the rocks to the water's edge. And I had the thought that a lot of my patients couldn't actually enjoy this experience. Some of my patients had set goals to get to the beach um, and it had been really important to them. Many wanted to spend time with friends, family, play with their kids and grandkids like I had, walk, swim, walk their dogs, go fishing, whatever it might have been. Definitely with some of my patients, we were able to achieve the goal. So through rehabilitation activities, we could improve their physical capability and get them back to the water's edge and onto the sand, into the water, which was great. Unfortunately, though, with some of my patients, we weren't able to achieve those goals. So we'd go through the the rehabilitation process and and optimise their functional capacity, but the beach still presented too much of a challenge and we couldn't achieve their goals. You can hear the passion, right? Sasha wants every one of her patients to smash those goals and it weighs heavy when it doesn't happen. But it's that part of the job, that potential for saving lives that Sasha loves. And actually, that potential changed Sasha's life too, even when another passion very nearly took her career in a whole other direction. Honestly, I could not have seen my career more differently than it is now. When I was a student physiotherapist or even prior to enrolling in my degree, I dreamt of being the physio for the Brisbane Lions. I'm a passionate Brisbane Lions supporter and I had anticipated the moment for years. But then I graduated and I worked in an acute hospital setting. And when I was working there, I was helping people who had major health conditions such as osteoarthritis, uh, they had orthopedic injuries, major abdominal surgeries, COPD, stroke, spinal cord, and and critical illnesses. And I was very quickly inspired by my interactions with them and also the variability. 
um, in all of these different conditions. I guess I've realized that, you know, being a physiotherapist has given me this responsibility, but also honor to help people not only recover from the illness or the injury that they might have, but to really change their lives. So where does the beach fit in? Well, for as long as she can remember, Sasha has loved the beach. The beach has been a really important part of my life. I've been very fortunate to always live near the beach. I grew up in Mackay and then moved to Tannum Sands. And then when it came time for university, I moved home and moved to the Gold Coast. So you know, still plenty of beaches for me to visit. Um, And then after we started our family, we settled here in Bundaberg and we've got lots of beautiful beaches here as well. Um, And it's not just me, 85% of Australians actually reside within 50 kilometres of the coastline. So we, you know, we share in our good fortune. Um, But going to the beach really is just so much fun, but I can also relax there. So it's just untouched beauty for me. It's not just Sasha's happy place, though. It's a place where she gets things done. And a decade ago, those things included a big lifestyle change. Like many Australians, I have fought the Battle of the Bulge. It was a few years ago now, but before we started our family, I actually lost over 50 kilograms of my body weight. Um, And as part of that journey, physical activity was really important, and it still is in, in maintaining my weight and maintaining my health. When I first started trying to lose weight, I started to exercise in a gym and I honestly hated it. I was counting down the minutes. I was even counting down the seconds until I was just done. And then I started exercising outdoors, including at the beach, and my mindset about exercise shifted and I really got hooked. Uh, When I'm at the beach, my energy and stress levels are improved and I just really get in my zone. In fact, in 2010, 23-year-old Sasha is named the Weight Watchers Slimmer of the Year. Sasha says the weight loss came down to making permanent changes in her lifestyle. And as the years roll on, she's still heading to the beach. I was running along one of our other beautiful beaches at Bagara, and I knew I just had to do something in my role as a physio to promote physical activity and promote that it be taken regularly and seriously. And it was on this run that I realized that the beach was my favorite place to get active. And so I started exploring a little bit of the research around beaches and physical activity and actually realized that the research supports that the beach is associated with increased rates of and also increased motivation for physical activity. Um, And I also found lots of other interesting things about the beach, like we're more likely to engage in higher levels and more vigorous exercise. And we're more likely to exercise with others, connect with Um, friends, family, social interaction, and that adults and children are more likely to be active together. So I knew it wasn't just me who loved being active at the beach. It was a a real thing. It wasn't just my own sort of phenomenon. The research supported it. So while while I was on this run at Bagara, I had the idea that maybe improved beach accessibility, which is something I needed to look into to get my patients on to the beach, could actually potentially serve as a platform to improve physical activity rates and health outcomes. So that is a lot of really big thoughts to be having on one beach run, but Sasha can explain. I was training for a half marathon at the time, so it could have been anywhere from an hour to two hour of a run. So I had I had plenty of time to think. Sasha goes on to smash that half marathon, by the way. And achieving goals is also on her mind as she thinks about those clients who still aren't getting onto the beach. I found this particularly to be the case for people who were dependent on mobility aids, such as uh, four-wheel walkers or wheelchairs. 
And sometimes they didn't use an aid, but they were quite, um, I guess, fearful of falling or even just had reduced confidence when they were out and about in the community. So what makes a beach accessible? Sasha starts by identifying what makes beaches inaccessible. And it so is if you a think lot. about a beach, there's different landscapes and terrains. They're highly varied and there's lots of different sediments, lots of gradients. So you, you can go onto a beach and there'll be soft sand, hard sand, grass, rocks, water. Some areas have inclines, some are decline. We also have lots of environmental processes that happen there. So even if you visited the same beach at the same time every day, the beach would never be the same. So there's lots of variation with coastal winds, our tides, the currents, and even you know weather events that might occur. The diverse terrains, as well as the long travel distances and inappropriate access points, restrict beach access, particularly for people with disability. Um, in addition to this, though, many beach locations don't have accessible facilities. So the, the parking might be inappropriate, toilets and showers might not be adapted for use by people with physical disability, uh, and also the recreational facilities may not be accessible either. Um, so we don't understand all the barriers to what beach, uh, what prevents beach access at the moment, but we are hoping our research gives us a better understanding of the barriers and also the facilitators to beach access so that going to the beach is an option for many more people. Joining CQ University as an academic, Sasha's research connects her to other people trying to grow options for beach access. In 2018, one of those people is Shane Hyharake. He's the Managing Director of Push Mobility, a disability equipment provider and Chair of Accessible Beaches Australia. So we've been running through Accessible Beaches and Push Mobility. We've been running Beach Access Days. Um, it's like a come try day where people with disability in a community can come down to a beach and uh, test out matting, test out beach wheelchairs. Um, and then we always do a call for volunteers to help people get on the sand, get down and enjoy the water. Sasha reached out and said, hey, I'd love to get involved and I think I might have a few students that might be interested in the world. And when she said a few students, I was expecting two or three. We had more students than we had wheelchair users come down on the day, which was amazing. I volunteered in 2018 at Tannum Sands at a Beach Accessibility Day. So it was just a, a, a one-off event, but it definitely um, made me realise I was on the right track with what I wanted to do. So we, we took some students and also a, another colleague of mine from CQ University and we went up to Tandem Sands for the day and we were, I guess, the, the manual handling manpower, if you like. We were able to give lots of people with disability the magic of the beach that day. So we had plenty of smiles, tears, shouts of pure joy, high fives, even some gifts of shells. It was just magical. Um, one lady in particular was 33 and we were able to get her down the beach access mat and then transfer into an adapted wheelchair and specifically the one that allows you to go into the water. And so we pushed her along in this wheelchair and then into the water and it starts to float. So into the deeper water and then it's now functioning as a bit of a boat and we were able to transfer her out of that boat so that she could be in the water. She was so keen. She just loved it. And she asked us to leave her just for as long as she could and go and get as many other people as we could into the water. And it was just so wonderful watching her. She splashed around excitedly. She shed tears of joys and she just kept calling out thank you to us. Um, when I spoke to her afterwards, she hadn't been to the beach since she was eight. So she hadn't been able to get down onto the sand for 25 years. 
Like Sasha says, that volunteering experience makes her confident she's on the right track. But as she talks to people living with a disability, she's realising there's more to beach access than just the right equipment. You know, most people that attend a beach access event, their thinking instantly is, how come we don't have more beaches like this? How come inclusion isn't part of our beaches? And why do we have to campaign and fight for it? When I was younger, I used to be a surf lifesaver at Grange in South Australia and spent a lot of time on the beach, literally, uh, you know, most days on the beach and the weekends patrolling, doing nippers. During the week, I'd get on a board and go paddle and, and literally just always down at the water. Um, and then I had an accident in 2007 where I broke two vertebrae in my neck and I drowned. And then instantly the idea of being able to go to the beach and that, you know, that place which was so common to me all of a sudden was a place that was out of bounds. Um, and I just took that as that's the way it is. And um, a few years into running my company, Push Mobility, I, I was challenged by those thoughts when I saw some products on beaches with matting. And then I realised, hang on a second, like there is equipment out there that can help people with disability to go and be included in the beach. And then the next question is, why don't we have it here? Um, and that kind of started the journey, started on a, an equipment journey first, looking at different equipment, different matting, and finding the best matting in the world and the best chairs and then finding a way to provide them to customers. And then after we did that, we're like, great, well, we've got the equipment. Now let's go change perspectives and let's go change attitudes. One perspective that Shane and Sasha want to change is the idea that beach access is some kind of niche issue because actually one in five Australians have some form of disability. And in Bundaberg region alone, that's 20,000 people who can't get onto the beach. So as Sasha starts to build her U Beach project for universal beach access, she wants as many people around the table as possible. Once I had a bit of a, a better understanding of what the background and logistics to beach accessibility were, we hosted a beach accessibility ideation workshop here at Seeker University in Bundy. Um, so the workshop was attended by community members, family members, carers, health service providers, as well as some key organisations like representatives from our university, Surf Life Saving Queensland and local council. And at the workshop, um, it was our first official milestone for our, our U Beach initiative and it gave us an opportunity to collaborate and to innovate and activate some of our ideas. There's lots of hurdles, but when we work collaboratively, we're able to overcome these. We, we can help people get to the beach, we can help people get on the beach and then improve their experience whilst at the beach. One of those hurdles is simply there's no right way to make a beach accessible. There's not currently, I guess, a suggested or recommended model of how to make a beach accessible. There's definitely accessible beaches, but we don't have a standard yet. And that's where I'm hoping we come into play, where we can offer some research and some empirical research that will actually help guide these decisions and give people um, some solutions and suggestions for overcoming some of the barriers. This year, Sasha started her Master of Research at CQ University. The project's focused on ways to improve beach access nationally. And as she leads the U Beach project, Sasha's also on the way to making accessible beaches a reality closer to home. So once we secure the funds, we plan to launch our first U Beach, which will be rolled out at Nielsen Park Beach, which is in Bagara. Um, and at this particular beach, we will be providing a beach access path, adapted wheelchairs, one for sand and one for water, a beach walker, 
um, and also looking at implementing community-based beach programs that encourage access to and physical activity at the beach. Just like her approach to weight loss, Sasha wants U-Beach to be more than a fad. She wants to promote a lifestyle change. And that means tackling challenges off the beach too. When we surveyed people who wanted to access the beach, who currently had trouble accessing the beach, one of the biggest problems they had was proximity. And so in a regional town, because we don't have public transport, people often couldn't go to more than one beach. So if we make one beach accessible, it's not necessarily going to be a solution. We need to have the region accessible. And that's the issue, right? Beaches still aren't accessible for people with mobility issues because so many of our other places and spaces also shut them out. The progress we have seen to improve accessibility in recent decades, it's all been down to Peter Power. Starting with her beloved beaches, Sasha's hoping U Beach will support the fight to make inclusion a priority everywhere, which is definitely a big goal. But is it an overwhelming one? Sometimes, yes, I'm not going to lie, but it's also really exciting. So I'm probably more excited than overwhelmed. I was initially and, and still am now. When I think about the project, it's it, beach accessibility is, is still quite new, but it's a really extremely valuable platform from which a social challenge of disability can be addressed. Um, and we're looking at, at different initiatives that are socially innovative, they're inclusive and lots of different supportive strategies. So I'm, I'm still more excited than overwhelmed so far. Um, I would love to see people be able to access the beach and enjoy the magic of the sea whenever they could, wherever they want. And that's not always possible. I understand that, but I still think we need a better roadmap. Everyone deserves the beach and that's with no exception. That's Sasha Job, CQ University physiotherapy lecturer and the founder of Bundaberg's U Beach project. If you're an Australian with limited mobility or living with a disability, or if you're aged over 65, Sasha would love your input. To complete her U Beach survey, you can click the link in the show notes. And for more information about Shane's organisation, visit accessiblebeaches.com. You've been listening to How to Change a Life by CQ University Podcast. Theme music is Wings by CQ University alumnus Tristan Barton. You can check out more of his work at tristanbarton.com. If How to Change a Life has got you thinking about where you're headed, we'd love to hear. Follow CQ University across social media where you can see highlights from all our episodes and subscribe to How to Change a Life wherever you get your podcasts to hear a new story fresh every Monday. If you've enjoyed the show, we'd love you to rate and review us too. Next episode from Psychologist to Carer, a Central Queensland mum's mission to make a more inclusive world for people with disabilities through better understanding of her Indigenous culture. There's a big push now to learn about Indigenous land management practices and things like that, but to be sustainable in the future, it's not just about taking bits and pieces. It's about creating a whole sustainable system. And part of that system is how we care and provide care. Till then, stay safe and have a life-changing day. Hold up. 